my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars? You can say that Dream. and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, uh, mighty Isis. And here we go. Boys, welcome to the first of many episodes of Geeks of TNG in 2021. It was, it was kind of weird having like alternate weeks off there. It was, it was a nice little break. Yeah. But, you know, a, a sm- very small, I want to say small, sliver, a sliver of me kind of kind of miss talking to you clowns about what's going on, you know, what's what's buzzing about life in general, you know? it's It's weird. It's almost like... Gave a damn. It's just so odd. Wow. It's one of those things, you know, we do it every week. So just to not do it, like when I came home from work on Wednesday, I sat in my chair, I opened my laptop and I'm like, wait, I don't need to do this anymore. And I well, closed it. And I felt, I felt incomplete. Oh, we complete, we complete the sandwich. That's so, that's so, uh, it's nice. part there. of the week. I look forward right. to it. Okay. Like mayo. Like mayo. <laughs> Boys, how's everything? How's everything doing? How's everything going? Everything good so far to start your new year? Big Kev, I know, you, I know you're you're like you know weightlifting cars at this point, so you're doing pretty. Oh well. yeah. So you're that's you, what I'm doing. Uh, you know, you're 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 enjoying that that Hawaii sun. As I'm were, bored. As as I froze uh, my bits and pieces off, just going for a, a slight jog in thirty degree weather before the you know before the wind and everything. So, you know, it's all about uh, enjoying the little things out there at least. So you got that going for you. Um, I did get to watch a lot of stuff. Um, something very very important and big, but we're gonna save that for the second half of the show. Oh, because we also okay. have voicemail a voicemail that we got to play. We have a new. Do, do we have a product as well? Okay. We get one. We'll discuss that in the break. Okay. 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 We during that break, we also have a new sponsor who's joining us. We have a nice yes, brand new commercial, we which we're very, very, very excited for. And uh, guys, we have a lot of stuff in general just to kind of uh, hit on today. Um, so let's just kind of get into everything, all the good fun stuff that we have going on. But let's just quickly mention. Uh, ye old Patreon, patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For just a buck, you can be part of our lovely Discord service. For three bucks, you get the show a day and a half early, which is usually Wednesday night, and a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For five bucks, you get the weekend bonus show of The Sandwich Shop, which got posted this weekend, right, Dom? What? Uh, I, 
I'm gonna. I was waiting until after the show because I didn't want. I didn't want to have like two sandwich shops. I feel like there's too much sandwich, you know, like for for one person, you know. So I want to give them a break. I, a I love. Cleanser, I'm glad. Will. I'm glad you're starting off the year right, uh, there, my man. I I appreciate that. And you get my a vintage. My grandmother already gave me shit about it. Good. <laughs> you know what, Big Kev? Someone's got to give you shit about it. Maybe we got to Big Kev. Maybe we got to talk to Grandmama. About no, about, no, don't about do her that. show. No. no, about her or her being the third chair. I don't know what it is. Weekends with like... grandmama. Oh, my grandmother, please. Okay. Nanny, don't answer the phone. Okay. Nanny, turn off your phone. Too late. And you get a vintage show of Big Kev's Geek The stuff. bonus show, Grandma Speaks. <laughs> and for $10 a month, you get the show live on Instagram, which is uh, really a, a big moment. We honestly, before we turn on the, the mics, sort of speak, was when really when the good stuff happens. Uh, so yeah, lots of good stuff there and you'd be amazed, um, how much that kind of stuff helps us us behind the scenes, uh, over at Geeks of TNG. So thank you guys so much for those who are already contributing. Uh, but you know what? I would like to start our first, our very first story of the year, how I like to spend most episodes of this podcast, which is trying to figure out a way to annoy Big Kev. It's unreal that the gift that you seem to have inherited from OG. Uh, it's, and you know what? It's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, and yeah. that, the, that <laughs> and my favorite story that I really just want to hit on real quick um, because it really is almost kind of disgusting. Wonder Woman 1984 has been submitted for consideration in all categories at the Oscars by Warner Brothers. Yeah. So Wait, all of them? So, all of them. So this yeah. is... Uh, best picture, best actress, best director, best supporting, uh, uh, best supporting cat, you know, beyond going, going on and on and all on, of them. And on. just all of them. What? Yeah. I Are posted you this me? on our Facebook because I found it so laughable that I, I just couldn't believe, I, I mean, Warner brothers used to be like one of the great movie a uh, 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 maker's uh, uh, movie studios, and I just cannot believe how far the mighty have fallen that they think that movie should even be nominated for anything. It was a piece of shit, that movie. It was is there a, awful. Is there a Snyder Cut that came out that we all missed? <laughs> no, but I'm the sure movie? there will be. I'm sure they'll just give it to Snyder and let him cut it up. Yeah, that'll be great. No, I mean, it's like the Jenkins cut. Oh yeah, sorry. Stupid, I mean, awful nonsense. I, can you give it like a? I mean, I hate to say this throwaway Oscars. It might win like a like a best makeup in a scene during a fight while yeah. it's night. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Best misuse of an actor by having it really just be Chris Pine in his body so we get to see that guy for like six seconds. So God. so here, here's the thing. And whether or not Warner Brothers thinks that this is actually going to win anything, who knows? Let's just, put, let's just put that aside for a second. Oh, it's going to win. It's going to win a bunch. It's just not the Academy Awards it's going to win. It's going to sweep the Razzies. Regardless what, of that, forget what, forget what the results are going to be for just one second. Okay. What they're going to do is they're going to be using this as a platform because the average person doesn't know that they have to pay for the submissions. 
that they have to go through certain channels in order to get something done. They think it just kind of naturally happens almost. Like it's almost like a, a goodwill sort of situation. And what HBO is going to do, or Warner Brothers, however, at and what they're going to do is they will use this for two reasons. They will put themselves on a platform to, again, advertise their new streaming service, which everyone knows they're going nuts about. And they're going to look, the, they're going to advertise and make themselves look good and say like, listen, we're doing a all female, like this is a real female empowerment type movie, lead actress, this, this female director, and they're going to try to throw whatever else out there to put themselves in the limelight to be like, hey, while everybody else is being a scumbag in Hollywood, not putting those words exactly in their mouths, but they're going to put themselves up at a, a high tier to make themselves look really, really good. And this is really this whole move. That's all it is because Obviously, we're all in agreement that it was not a good movie, to say the least. And they're just going to use this as a platform because that's 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 it. That's the bottom line. Uh, I'm gonna let Kev talk before I want (laughs) to say some stuff. No, I've I've said everything that is worth saying on this topic. You know, as someone who has, you know, I don't know. For those who don't know, I have two younger sisters. One of them's nine. One of the no, no, way older now. No, she's 11. Are turning 12 this are year. Are you sure? Older. Okay. She's born 2009. I thought she was younger. I haven't seen her in a minute. Go on. I got two, I got two younger, you know, sisters, two women. I, I like really strong. I like that idea of like a strong woman who's like empowering. I love that stuff because I want my sisters to see that and, you know, feel, feel that, that stuff I felt when I watched superheroes. I just wish they had a better movie to watch it in because first of all, my sister, my younger sister, the youngest one, she loves the eighties. All of a sudden she's absolutely adores the eighties. I think she, she, she's watched stranger things. I think that was the issue. She's watched stranger things. When I tell you 10 times through, like at least 10 times through, she loves that. Mm-hmm. So I wish that this movie was better so that I could be like, Oh, Gianna, that's my little sister's name. Watch this movie. You know, you'll enjoy it. It's got the eighties, got wonder woman. I think it'll be great for her. I don't want to show her this movie. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. It, it does. It, 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 women, it wasn't even like a women empowerment movie. It was just like a not good movie. Like, yeah. None of the things that are really hit on in the first movie, like the empowerment, the great storytelling, a great superhero movie in general, all of those fantastic things, it got right in the first movie. It just left behind and did nothing with it. And it just felt like oh, why did you screw up, in my opinion, the best thing DC had going for it? The yep. one redeeming factor for the DCEU, and you, pardon my French, took a shit on it, and you spoiled it, and there's no way, first of all, I'm not going to, if they do a third one, no interest, you know, no one should have interest, because I think they they're showing the- that they can't. And they already did. They already did. Green I think the they already one. did, right? Didn't they do it like it's, the day it opened or the day after it dropped it's, or it's, something? The, these people at DC, they know how to make comics. They do not know how to make a single goddamn movie. So no, we're gonna we're, to we're gonna good. talk. I we're gonna talk it. about. I the, so. God, he's angry. I so bad want it. Yes, because like. Oh my God, I just want, I want it to work. I want it to be something and not be a waste. We are, it's just like, why are we doing this still? Why are you pulling this horse? 
Let it go. Get a new horse. You know, you know, they have so much that they can do. And I'm he's sorry, mixing I'm his metaphors. Off, but... Yeah. Oh so, my god. I love how I started this story to try to piss off this big Kev. And meanwhile, Dom is like tearing his hair out over the situation. The part the part that's gonna piss you off or may surprise you rather is the fact that I'm furious at what's going on in the comics. Oh, the comics are a hot mess. Oh, that, if you want, that, we, we can talk about that yeah, in a okay, second. Okay, okay, yeah. Unbelievable. I cannot yeah, believe yeah. that they've done this again. They've restarted. Yeah, that, that's the actually, I forgot they did that. I forgot. Again, it's like the, I, I, I feel like it's the seventh or eighth time in 10 years. It's a lot. Maybe less. I don't know. I don't know what the, exactly what those numbers are, but they're, now it's the DC Omniverse. They basically marveled their universe by saying oh no we can tell stories about these characters in any context we want it's not elseworlds anymore now it's just like fuck continuity fuck we're just telling good stories you know if if we want to make wonder woman uh chinese this month for this story she'll be chinese because on this world she's chinese like it's just and i don't mean anything against the chinese i'm just using that as an example yeah yeah you know like and it it doesn't if they want to make you know like Red Sun Superman Superman land in Russia instead of the U.S. you know like all those things all those things instead of being this sort of one well now everything is a uni everything that happens is a universe if Batman turns left instead of right then the right turn becomes a, you know a un or the left turn becomes a universe and the right turn becomes it's so stupid I cannot believe that they have not learned any lessons from marvel's failure uh at doing this i'm beside myself with 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 this i read about it and i i believe i posted it on our facebook um sort of a i don't know if it was a roadmap it, it was more like um i think i did i don't remember if i watched a video on it on youtube where they were explaining how death metal destroys the dc universe and rebirths it at the same time into the dc omniverse yeah. i'm yeah. just furious about that I mean, i'm more mad about that than i am about wonder woman yeah yeah no i don't blame you i mean the i talking to some folks like over at gotham comics basically everyone yes everyone's saying it's a mess uh they're pretty much saying that uh immortal hulk right now is just the top tier best i'm talking about mainstream mainstream companies by the way uh, they're saying Immortal Hulk, as Dom and I have talked about offline, uh, is the absolute top, top book right now. And at a very, very, just because Hulk is that good, uh, at a very, very, very distant second place is uh, Daredevil at the moment. Again, for the main comics, for the, for the big right. two there. So, um, yeah, they're, they are an absolute hot mess. And, it, and it's really upsetting yeah, in you know, you know, that it's, it's almost embarrassing, Mr. Monty. It's mm -hmm. almost embarrassing because I am constantly telling people Marvel makes great movies, DC makes great comics. Well, now DC is not only not making good comic decisions, which will result in not good comics, but they their fucking film houses is is still a, a, a giant shithole. So it's like, I mean, I'm just so fed to the teeth and done with the fact that nobody can get their act straight. What, does Kevin Fahey have to run everything? <laughs> you have to run DC, Marvel, DCU, Marvel. You, does he have to do everything I, in order for anything to be good? I mean, ah, oh, it's you know, so frustrating. I've, I've told people for years, uh, obviously, that this is like you guys know this. 
I always recommend to people, you know, whether you go to like the, the big trade shows or the smaller shows, I know things are a little tricky right now with COVID. Look out for the independent people who are, who are creating comic books. Always. You get passion projects and you get some really good top tier stuff. I'm not saying that, you know, you don't find a stinker every now and then you do, but you'll be amazed when you pick up some of these books and you think to yourself, how is this not a show on Netflix? Because it's just yeah. that damn good. And at the same time, there's always those early books. Because I guess, if, as far as I'm concerned, anything from, the, you know, Marvel before, uh, you know, Spider-Man's Brand New Day is, you know, you, I, I'm always interested in picking it up. And uh, for the DC stuff, I'm always kind of like sporadic. But I mean, I, I've always read stuff that was before. Um, um, oh, what was the big Green Lantern uh, event? Darkest uh, night. Darkest night. I almost said brightest night. night. Yeah. Uh, darkest night. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's where it's just kind of easy. It's just easier to read those trades, or God forbid, you you know, pick up those old comic books and and get get a get a an enjoyment out of that. Whatever kind of works for you. Um, at the same time, there. I again, I love the fact that Dom got so ticked off and not Kev there. But the one thing I wanted I, to add, I, yeah. that, that's okay. Yes. The one thing yes. I do want to add really quickly to that, though, Dom. Um, is that we started watching that uh, the six what is it the six one six show on Disney Plus? The they kind of do like exposés and different variations like related to Marvel comics. They had a great uh, one hour special or one hour episode rather about women in comic books, and yeah. it was it was phenomenal. It did a really great job to also highlighting uh, the new Miss Marvel character. Um, mm-hmm. at the same time, which I I've always I think I've always thought it was a good character, and seeing it kind of like a little bit more in the creation i just think it's a little bit better now um and it's it's more organic compared to like you know spider gwen which i can't stand those kind of characters but uh really great stuff and i really do recommend uh picking that up and as a tangent we also the squeeze and i subscribe to uh discovery plus Uh the new it's like the history channel tlc all that stuff i do recommend people picking that up because it is the perfect thing for like it's like the happy medium because the squeeze would want to watch Hallmark. Maybe I want to watch my horror stuff or my comic book stuff. But the Discovery <laughs> Plus app is like the happy medium, like the History Channel, like Mysteries at the Museum or, <laughs> like, or that kind of stuff. So just as a fun tangent side note right there for, uh, for everybody. But we do have a lot more stuff. That we, nice. we do have a lot more stuff to <laughs> just to hit on really quickly. Brings me down. So, so Kevin Fahey does have some uh, – made some announcements. Um, we'll hit the quick bullet points and just kind of hit on them. Uh, he reveals Deadpool three will be set in the MCU and also confirming that it will be an R rating. Uh, he also went on to say that the MCU MCU phase four story isn't in fact affected by the pandemic delays. So obviously we know about black widow and everything like that. Just kind of waiting on the, the back burner right now. We have WandaVision, which is premiering what in like three days, something like that at this point. Uh, and they're going to drop two episodes for the initial launch of that show. So we're going to get a hell of a lot of good stuff going on. And I love the fact that they, he's like, they, they worked it into where Deadpool works within the MCU. That's just fantastic. I love it. Y- yes, Big Kev, sir. Did you have your hand raised? I think that was a stretch. Is his microphone not working? I don't think it is. Scott is telling us that the sound went out on Instagram. Uh, I muted my uh, microphone because it's raining here. Oh. Uh, so I'm wondering if that has some effect. 
Who, I don't Scott, know. Scott, can you hear it now? Scott, <laughs> can you hear it now? Level. Or did I did I mute something on the? That's always very possible. Did the thing? I bet that's it. Uh, we have a few more things that we'll hit on here. Let's see. Um, sticking with uh, the Disney stuff going on right now. Uh, there's reports that oh, this is gonna be great. The Mandalor characters from the Mandalorian will reportedly be coming to Galaxy's Edge. So what that means is that when Dom goes back to goes to Galaxy's Edge one more time, hopefully in 2021, with all the stuff going on, hopefully he can pick up something up Mando related and actually do it this time. Maybe even take a picture, like a little selfie with a uh, baby Yoda, as it were. Um so how do you feel about the, that, Dom? The the sandwich family outing probably might not be until twenty twenty two or twenty four. Okay. So my Disney outings will be uh in the oops, sorry. Oh, far flung future. Um <laughs> I'm knocking everything, getting over it. Yeah, you are. Um it's cool that the Mandalorian stuff is coming to Galaxy's Edge. I don't know how that works with continuity. I don't know if they care about continuity at Galaxy's Edge. Continuity. I don't know like the time. Mm-hmm. of whatever but, I, I mean think for like a five-year-old kid seeing mando walk down the street's right. gonna be awesome so yeah true that's the I, important part i think one of the things they're trying to do is because galaxy's edge happened at rise of skywalker time they're trying to eliminate the prequel exposure if you will that's i, I read an article about it i may have posted it on facebook where where Disney executive park executives are trying to limit the amount of, um, of Disney sequel sort of tie in stuff that there is in favor of original trilogy and Mandalorian um, content. So you may see um, more like regular stormtroopers. You may see uh, okay. instead of, I mean, instead of um, first order stormtroopers, okay. um, things like that. That's 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 actually being actively discussed. You know who can keep an eye on that? West Coast Scott could keep an eye on that because he's there fairly frequently. So, um, if Scott, if you notice any of that stuff, give us a call on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Now you're too far right. Oh, sorry. I I don't know how I feel about that. The fact that only using uh the original trilogy and Mandalorian. Well, I mean, not I, only, not I only. know, but but like the idea of like lessening the other movies they have. I, I, don't I think... almost can stomach the fact they got they're not using <laughs> the prequel trilogy, the Disney trilogy, so much. That's but the sequel I trilogy. I know whatever you want to call it, the tr- last trash set of movies. Um, I don't know. I feel bad. I I understand using the original trilogy because that's the most successful one. And the one that I feel like most people just enjoy, most of all, obviously for good reason, they're the best movies. Well, uh, it just sucks that it, they're not using the other ones, in my opinion, as much as they're using these ones. The most, the most popular imprint in the IP right now is the Mandalorian. The closest thing to the Mandalorian, time-wise, yeah, is, is the, the original trilogy. So it's not that they're going to eliminate prequel or sequel content or like you know characters right it's not that they're going to do that it's that they're going to lessen it in favor of things seen 
in the original trilogy, The Mandalorian. I imagine the new shows as well, Ahsoka, Boba Fett, and so on. So it's gonna that be would really be my. Cool. That's that's how I I understood the article to mean that they just want to kind of lessen the presence, particularly of the sequels, because. I think when the park, that part of the park opened, they were sequel content heavy Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to being a bit more balanced. So I think they're moving more in the direction of balance is the way I would, is the way I read it or the way I understood it. And you can't help but uh, uh, applaud the fact that they're going to get on the back of the Mandalorian success and encourage more people to, you know, come see, you know, the sort of, mandalorian kind of stuff that they can add to the park so that's i'm gonna call it now whereas when they opened or when they were close to open or right after they opened they did the build your own lightsaber thing i guarantee at some point you'll be able to get your own like mando helmet or like something mandalorian with like pick your own best car pick your colors i guarantee something like that will come down the line at some point there's no build way your they own don't. blaster rifle. Build something. Your own. Something. They're going build to do your own something. Baby. <laughs> build, build your, your own baby. baby. <laughs> you could Instead of a, a baby Yoda race, it's like a baby Greedo. Baby or a baby Twilic. Or, <laughs> or a baby Mon Calamari. Or, you know, yeah, build your a, own baby. Yeah, me a baby Greedo. Uh, you know, while we're still talking video, uh, Star Wars, rather, um, Big Kev, we have a little bit of Star Wars video, video game news. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really interesting on a number in a number of ways. Um, so Lucasfilm announced maybe two days ago, I think it was yesterday actually, that they were rebranding LucasArts, which has been around since I feel like the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, they are re- they have rebranded that as Lucasfilm Games. Which I don't know. I thought LucasArts sounded better. I don't understand the rebranding. Um, and today it was announced that um, Ubisoft or Ubisoft and Massive uh, would be putting out an open world Star Wars game akin to like GTA and Red Dead. I mean, if it was only produced by Rockstar, it would probably be amazing, but it's Ubisoft and so on. Uh, I don't know that they've said that it's a first person or first or a third person or a first and third person, which would be great because then you get a lot of people in there. Um, but that is a surprise because, as you video game fans may know, um, EA, Electronic Arts, has had the sort of exclusive corner on Star Wars games for so long. However, the last couple of years they kind of gotten a lot of criticism, particularly with, was it Battlefront 2 or one of the, whatever those games, one of those games that they put all that pay-to-win stuff, that pay-to-win content in the game, which is content that requires you to buy with real money uh, advantages over other players who do not choose to buy uh you know in-game purchases if you will um and they took a lot of heat and criticism for that so the move away from them is expected um i just think that it's interesting um that uh uh that 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 they've gone with ubisoft and massive 
uh, to do that. Ubisoft and Massive, I think, are responsible for um, uh, what was that big hit, Dom? It was a it was kind of after a plague, and you kind of go into an area and get all the supplies and stuff out of it. Um, the name I, of it now. Um, the Dying Light. What's it? What's no, 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 no. It's the second is actually out. There was like a two or three year span between the two of them. I can't remember the, the name first of that person. Game. What's that? Is it first person? It's first or third. I can't remember. I almost well, bought it. There was it. a zombie game that I think no zombies, no zombies. No, you just you go into an area. It's like you maybe you're on a team versus another team, and you're getting stuff out of there. Shit, I can't think. I can't what remember it is. the name of it. Anyways. Yeah, anyway, um, so they're responsible for that, which was a big hit, even though I can't remember what the fuck it, fucking name of it is right now. The second one came out not too long ago, whatever it is. I'll, I'll get it before the end of the show. Um, and uh, so, so, I mean, the possibilities are there. I actually, I think I have a video um, that I'll post to our Facebook, facebook.com slash geekstufftng, um, that has, I think... Um, the person who is developing the game, the Lucasfilm person, I think, who is developing the game, who I think is the guy that wrote Rogue One. I think he's actually developing this game with Ubisoft and Massive. So, And apparently it's been being worked on for a while now, uh, as much as a year, if it's to be believed. There's also a rumor that EA is going to try to drop another couple of Star Wars games like really quickly um, before they're, you know, their license is up, so to speak. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the rumor. So, uh, yeah, a lot of Star Wars uh, news. Also, uh, I know to uh, Mr. Monty's delight, an Indiana Jones uh, video game is also being developed by Lucasfilm Games. I was getting um, ready to uh, to drop to to bring that up next, actually. So, yeah, it's going to be part of their in-house developer machine games with that branch they're saying. And they released, uh, what, like a 30-second-ish video, a little teaser thing um, on uh, on the Twitters. And listen, you give me something that's almost like Portal, something that where you have to solve some puzzles, do a little bit of kind of like action kind of firing games. Like, I'm all about that. So, um, and I've mentioned before, I love the property. Uh, forget Crystal Skull. Uh, I absolutely love Indiana Jones, and I will. Uh, this will actually, hopefully, it comes out on PS3, honestly, because I'm not buying the uh, or PS4 rather, excuse me, because I'm not buying the brand new one. So uh, I would absolutely consider um, uh, picking that bad boy up uh, for 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 uh, myself, as it were. Yes, Senor sir. Kev, the game yes, you were talking about was The Division Two, I believe. That's it, The Division. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name of it. That's it. Thank yeah. you very much for looking that up, Sam. No problem. There you uh, go, Mr. Monty. Yes. Uh, I want to I want to tell you this again to see if you if you've looked it up. If not, I know that you will when we're when we're done taping today. But it looks like that Chris Pratt rumor is bubbling up again about his participation in Indy Four or Five, rather. Um, and again, it's vacillating between somehow he would be playing a younger Indiana Jones and. Uh, not and, or rather, he would be playing a younger Indiana Jones or a grown-up mutt um, in the movie. Uh, so I, I just, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that series, as I know you are. And so I thought it was really interesting because we've been pre- uh, 
prognosticating. Yes, that's the right word. Ooh. We've been pro- prognosticating Chris Pratt's involvement in this film, I think, for three years. Something so if it, if it actually comes to fruition, I think that would be amazing. So let's let's hope that's true. I mean, I've always said that um, I, I, a part of me kind of wishes they did Indiana Jones and the whole James Bond way of things where they kind of just continue the storylines. They switch up the main actor and the supporting cast and they just kind of roll with the punches. I think Indiana Jones can kind of fits that kind of style with the same way J, uh, James Bond can. I really do believe. Uh, and well, I mean, how many be, good things before you move on? Yes. Lucasfilm did say. There is only one Indiana Jones, and it's Harrison Ford, and there will never be another one. That's what they've said. That as recently as I think within the last two weeks. Well, regardless, I'm just saying that that property I think can get away with oh, it. Oh no, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying if if you had hope, you know, again, I, some people are kind of hoping that Chris Pratt will take over the role, which is stupid. Um, uh, which I, I don't think is a good idea at all. I honestly think they should bring it to a wrap with this film. And, you know, because from my opinion, you know, and I know you think differently, Mr. Monty, but at, at five films in, I don't think you're swapping Harrison Ford out for Chris Pratt or anyone for that matter. So just one man's opinion. Um, that said, uh, yeah, I just, I that was bubbling up again, and so I thought I would share it. Yeah, no problem, and um, I think it's safe to say we're all going to see that movie when that does drop eventually, so we can uh, yeah. talk about it on the In show. a movie theater. I, I'm okay if that's the drive-in uh, theater at the same time. I, I don't care. That's, that's a movie theater, Mr. Monty. De- it's definitely. a drive-in movie theater. No, no, for what's sure. A, what's a movie theater? It's one of those ancient practices don't, where don't you all do gather that. together. Don't do and... that. Don't do that. Because you're going to ask next who like Clippy is on Microsoft Word or something like that. And I'm not in the mood for that right now. Not tonight, Sam. What's Microsoft tonight. Word? Okay, next story. <laughs> Wait, who is Clippy though? Hold on. You can't just say that. You don't know who Clippy away. is? No. Oh, dude. That's pretty funny. He doesn't know who Clippy is. <laughs> like you were, you were setting up like, oh, next you're going to ask who Clippy is. Who the fuck? Who's Clippy? What? He Episode he 619, who, who the hell is Clippy? Um, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I, I want to stick with the video game stuff. Hey, hey I, yes. Let's, 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 really, let's, let's really just pile on, uh, Mr. Monty. Hey, uh, Sandwich. Yeah, bud. Um, do you know who the Noid is? The Noid? Yeah. Like N-O-I-D? Yep, the Noid. Do you know who the Noid is? It's like a video game thing. Yeah, no, that's funny. No, he doesn't know that one either, Mr. Monty. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, well, I, the, the uh, noise. That, that's the next. That's the next segment of the show. Eventually, is throw a night, throw an eighties, nineties thing at sandwich and see if he knows what it is. Hey, hey, sandwich. To it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. sandwich. Yeah. If if um if I said to you, here, lizard, lizard, would you know who I was talking about? Uh, that sounds like a Simpsons thing to me, offhand. Here, lizard. <laughs> Oh, good God! No, doesn't know that one either. That's okay. No. Hey, um, hey, sandwich. Hey, yeah. sandwich. <laughs> hey, last um, one. Last one. <laughs> Make it a good one. Who, do you know who Spuds McKenzie is? I know that name. I don't know what it is. This is excellent. What wow. are you? Oh, for five on this one. Yeah, it's a it's sandwich. It, it's it's got to be a new bit. It's like sandwiches '80s moment. Oh, I like that. I like that. We get, we can try to work on something. Um, all right. Before hey, sandwich. Hey, sandwich. Hey, sandwich. <laughs> last, last one. Last one. Hey, sandwich. What? Yeah, bud. What side? What side were you on in the cola wars? 
Coca-Cola? Is that the Coke versus Pepsi thing? Is that a thing? All right. Okay. Hey, There's at least some recognition. Sandwich. I don't hold think on, he on. actually knows that that was a thing. I think he's, I think he's like, you know, kind of putting two and two together and kind of coming up with that response. Sandwich. I don't think he knows. Sandwich. Sandwich. Where is the beef? Yes. It's Wendy's. Wendy's. <laughs> okay. He knows that one. I got he one. knows that one. Ma. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's begin. Let's continue with the show. That was that was glorious. Uh, there's a few video game things I really want to hit uh, uh, real quickly, guys, because uh, I think a lot of people would kind of enjoy these things, uh, depending how long, much longer quarantine freaking lasts. Um, arcade One Up, a company I'm a bit, very big fan of. They sell kind of a miniature arcade cabinets. Um, which are great for your home and a lot cheaper and a lot easier to move. Uh, they released like six or seven, seven new items to put on your uh, your list there. They're going to have a X-Men four-player arcade game, which is going to include some Captain America, Avengers, uh, and some other stuff. They're going to have Dragon's Lair. They're going to have the, the two games and Space Ace. I'm going to quickly go through the next one. The next Ew. Uh, they're going to have Killer Instinct. They're going to have a Bandai Namco Entertainment Legacy Arcade Cabinet. So just think a lot of the classics like Pac-Man, Dig Dug, uh, all that stuff. Uh, Are they going to have elevator action? You know, I don't know. Because I'm in if they have that. I got to see. What's Dig Dug? Um, It's a good game. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sandwich, do you know who Dig Dug is? Hey, Sandwich, do you know who Qbert is? Yes, he's a little orange-looking thing with a window. All right, okay, all right, he's got that one. <laughs> oh, God, you almost killed me there. We're going to have a Atari Legacy and Edition Arcade Cabinets, which is exactly what it says, some of the be better games that were on Atari. Uh, Cap Cap Capcom Legacy Edition Arcade Cabinet, which is going to be a lot of Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2, rather, excuse me. Yeah, uh, you think? Com Commando, Ghosts and Goblins, 1944, that stuff. And uh, Pong four-player uh, pub. Well, let me start this again. Pong four-player pub table. That's kind of hard to say, uh, which is exactly what it sounds like. Think of it like a table where people can stand. Um, four people can kind of stand at a circular table, play Pong, and uh, use it for drinking. Oh no, I think that one is actually going to be like a sleeper hit. Actually, right there. Where's the Tron cabinet? Where is the Tron cabinet? I am going to have to spend thousands of dollars to get an original one because these people won't put out a Tron do, cabinet. Do you want me? Do you want me? I actually have the 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 executive's contact information if you want me to find out. No. Okay. No, okay. it's fine. Okay. Yes. Can I ask yes, a question? Yes, Dom. I got, I got another question. Uh, What's Tron? I, I actually – what is Tron the game? I only know Tron the movie. <laughs> yeah. There's two, actually. There was I, Tron. I know that. Just, Tron 1, the 2, then there's a legacy. No, no, the games I'm talking about. Okay. Tron, there was Tron the arcade game. Then there was Tron Deadly Discs, which was their second arcade game. It was produced a lot. They produced a lot fewer of those straight standard cabinets. But the real, and this is, this is how much I want these because this is how much I know about them. The real gem, Mr. Sandwich, the okay. real rarity okay. is, a, is what they call a step-in cabinet. For Tron Deadly Discs, which is, in, if you can imagine a like a straight, you know, like a standard arcade game cab, you know, cab yeah. cabin cabinet. Um, if if you can imagine, it's got it's got kind of a an archway 
like and it's a full back on it as well and you step into it like a, it's like a tiny shower with a cap with an arcade cabinet basically. yes but you don't stand straight up technically you kind of there's a little like place to put your butt and you're kind of leaning sort of back a little bit and it has like like for for its time an amazing thing surround sound like there's speakers wow. behind you and yeah, it's amazing. And I would love more than anything to own a deadly disc step in cabinet. It's like one of my holy grails. Uh, I've only ever in my life, I've only ever seen two for sale. And I think I maybe have seen half a dozen. One of the reasons I used to like to go to great adventure is because they had one there. Um, and, and like, I've got, I'm not exaggerating when I say I've gone to great adventure in the last, uh, let's call it, I don't know, many years when they had it and i literally have gone i've gone with like girlfriends and like and, and groups of people and literally like hey we're gonna go on this ride and i'm like right i'll be right here in this arcade you know like playing this game because literally and i mean i have you can get it i think it's free on xbox live or something because i have it downloaded on my xbox the actual and you can actually play the actual arcade version which with shitty graphics but they actually did an updated version as well that's pretty cool but it's just not the same as kind of stepping it's almost oh, yeah. like stepping into the grid you know like it's really like amazing and the way they designed um both the deadly discs and the regular arcade game cabinets always to me like the regular arcade game cabinet, they used like black light and like the the joystick like glowed blue. Mm -hmm. Like it was amazing. Like it was just an amazing presentation. Even even if the game was kind of like there were four different of the regular arcade game, there were four different game like mini games within the game, and you just played those over and over and they got harder and harder. Not so big a deal. Um, but the cabinet itself, I thought, was just a work of art. The whole presentation, I just thought, was really amazing. Anyway, sorry about the tangent, no, but that's that's, okay. those those two things, those two arcade games, are legit my holy grail. They're both my holy grails as far as arcade games go. So, Did you answer yeah. my question of what I guess Tron's an arcade game. What do you do? <laughs> um, there's uh, in in Tron the arcade game. Um, there's four different uh, mini games. It's like a light cycle game where you're a light cycle trying to eliminate the other light cycles. There's a game that's like breakout where you're shooting discs at like this wall that moves and the little bricks like get destroyed and you, and, and you're constantly moving up. And if you touch the bricks, you die. Um, there's another one that's basically a tank game. You're a tank in a maze and you have to eliminate the other tanks. And then the last one is, um, it's just like the brick one where you're shooting bricks and you, you like control with a spinner. You control Tron's arm and where he fires the discs. And there's this, there's a scene in the movie that's, that was really cut. I mean, you, you, you still see a bit of it in the, in the, in the movie, but the majority of the scene is cut with these like grid spiders that just keep um, duplicating and you have to shoot your way through the spiders to get into the, master control program and be beamed out into the real world or whatever the story is regarding inside the game. Tron deadly discs is one game. It is you on one end standing on uh, like a number of discs, like with no bottom. So if you fall off the disc, you're dead, right? Um, it's sometimes it's one, sometimes it's two discs, sometimes it's three discs and you're fighting um, one or more 
enemies who are also standing on discs at the quote far end uh of the of the game that's kind of it i just it's really cool it really feels a lot like the 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 scene in the movie where they are doing that combat they actually did that in the second movie as well that combat where they're on discs and they're throwing discs at each other that kind of thing they upped it a little for the second movie but still that that's what tron deadly discs uh the arcade game there was another uh, there's another tron game called tron deadly discs for the Intellivision. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. That's right. I said it in television. That was my favorite game as a child. I played it endlessly until I beat a million points. I took a photograph of the screen when I beat a million points because I didn't think anyone would believe that I beat it. And so, yeah, anyway, so there were a bunch of Tron games at the, at the time. I, uh, so, I actually just, go. I just sent you boys some links that people are actually selling the cabinet on Facebook marketplace. Uh, Within a few- the deadly discs cabinet or the standard arcade cabinet? I think it's the stand- it's the standard arcade, but still. Yeah. yeah. Um. Really quickly, about the only- three grand. Uh, twenty eight hundred, twenty nine, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only yeah. two things I want to mention is that Mar- uh, Nintendo rolled out a uh, Mario colored Nintendo Switch reveal that was revealed, and uh, and they re- they're re releasing Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Um, re-releases and something that looks kind of silly. That's it. That's all I want to say. Um, and with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 619. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is Clippy? After these messages, we'll be right back. Monty, are you sure this is safe? This store looks sort of very spooky. Sandwich, relax. The Graveyard Gallery is an amazing place, and it has something for everybody. But but, but it's called the Graveyard Gallery. Sounds like they're into spooky stuff, and, you know, I'm a very delicate person. Well, you're definitely right on both accounts. But it doesn't matter if you want collectibles as far back as the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, or something related to obscure movies that only diehards know about. There's something for everybody here. I, I, I mean, I do have to admit, the, the range of collectibles is pretty stellar and pretty creative i'll be honest they have a wide range in stock it could be hot toys prop replicas statues they got you man these clothes are something else too is that real blood on that shirt not on all of them but they got hoodies shirts beanies they even have stuff with herman munster dracula and red from that 70s show wow dude these handmade items are awesome this heart's still beating all right put that back where you found it okay but the handmade items are some of my favorite things in the store they have paintings masks dolls and of course prints yeah you gotta have prints on your wall oh uh, sorry i didn't hear you i was having a fascinating conversation with the gentleman over there who's a bat now um and he helped me pick out some great collectibles for me it's all good man don't worry about it did he show you the human skull in the cabinet brought to you by dark interiors the what zoinks he better be going to the ATM and then come back to buy a spine. The Graveyard Gallery at thegraveyardgallery.com and on Etsy, Instagram, as well as Facebook as The Graveyard Gallery. Go to them for one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. New horror-related items are in each week from big and small companies and one-of-a-kind creations. The Graveyard Gallery. Spine sold separately. 
Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Build your own X-Wing. Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Bitch, what you don't know about me, I can just about squeeze in the grand fucking canyon. Hey, this is Kevin Smith. Big Kev's love slave. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? Then you're listening to Big Kev's geek stuff. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking Jesus Christ, mouth. why don't you shut up? Go ahead. Go. Do you read me? Laffy. <laughs> Live from Studio Clip. M, the sandwich shop at Big Kahuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. <laughs> this model is at 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use in <laughs> three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like Clippy, the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing in the engine lights power room, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personal transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more you can collect these great source materials in a free binder which you'll receive as part of your subscription as a fan of collectibles you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions and i don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high the genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself you can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Outstanding, Dom. Thank you so much for that uh, that outstanding uh, 
read right there and for finding out that Clippy was just a, a paperclip. With it's just a paperclip with googly eyes. Yep, Clippy. He, he helped. He helped the generation uh, uh, when it came to word processing. He was released. He was released generation. the same year I was. <laughs> yes, that may be. <laughs> very, very, yeah, very much true. Uh, but boys, we also need to celebrate. Besides uh, finding out about uh, Clippy, Clippy, besides finding out about Clippy, we have a new sponsor for the show. Yes, the Graveyard Gallery. As I do, mentioned, do, 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 do. we we ran our brand new commercial there. So, uh, and again, I want to just give credit to Dom because uh, he he makes changes after we do like a practice run, and his changes are always. Phenomenal and honestly hard to like kind of record and not laugh your ass off. It's quite difficult. So good good job, Dom. But uh, the Graveyard Gallery is a great place, as I've mentioned before, in terms of uh, horror-related stuff, movie stuff in general, and just finding one-of-a-kind pieces uh, that are made by local artists. Uh, and I guarantee you that if you um, uh, look at their Etsy shop, look on their Instagram, uh, at the Graveyard Gallery, uh, you're going to find a lot of amazing things. So check them out uh, at thegraveyardgallery.com. Uh, their email is thegraveyardgallery at gmail.com. And you can go to their store, which I just lost the address to. There we go. 21 Main Street in Butler, New Jersey, 07405. 21 Main That's Street. That's Butler, New Jersey. Butler, New Jersey. 07405, which has a great Mexican place right next door. So. Go for movie stuff and then go for tacos. It's kind of a, a nice win-win right there. Uh, um, Butler, me, me and me and Kevin have great experience with taco and burrito places. You sh- you shut the hell up! <laughs> shut the hell up, you bastard! Okay, I don't know about that. We'll leave <laughs> that ruined you as much as it ruined me. Oh, dude! I wasn't okay, even. no, you know, let's take a hot second here. It's the middle of the night. God knows when. It's at least eleven thirty. Me. It's at least eleven thirty. It's at least like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. Dom is driving me back to where I'm staying. This is on one of my visits. This was not the one I got sick on. I think it was the one before that in October. Yeah, we're, we're out one night. We're out really late. We're both hungry. We're like, come on, let's go eat something to eat. And we we just can't find where near where I was staying at the time. We just couldn't find a place to go to eat. And then we found like what what was it called? Was it Mister Taco? <laughs> Oh my god, it was Mr. Taco. I think it was called Mr. Taco. <laughs> Nick, it was a Chinese food place, right? You know what I mean when I say a Chinese food, like the kind you walk in and take out of. You know, you walk in, they got the counter, they have the, the menus I on think the they counter. They still had the Chinese menu like above yeah, the counter. Yeah. It was a Chinese place that converted to a Mexican Mexican place, but still run by Chinese people. I'm not even making I wish I was making this up and they were instead of making Chinese food they were making Mexican food the same the menu was like it was just like a Chinese menu except Mexican stuff it was only takeout it was the same sort of non-committal meats etc <laughs> that like you would get like sort of at, at a kind of a mid to lower level Chinese place and Dom and I were fascinated by this <laughs> Like they even said it on the menu too. Tom, didn't it say on the menu something like Mexican cuisine is like the number one cuisine in the world or so, like something? Something like that. Yeah. Justify that they had changed from Chinese to Mexican on their menu. It was really funny. And we ate the food. And the next day, oh my God, <laughs> both Dom and I were ruined. We were ruined. You know, when they do, um, 
what game was the Oregon Trail over and you died of dysentery? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> hey Dom, what is what is uh what is Oregon Trail? That <laughs> was a video game. I think he tried oh, to make was it, it to the or like it's one of those like um uh oh what are those games called, Dom? It's like a choose your own adventure type shit. What yeah, but mm, no, they have a specific name. What what are what's what Oh, kind I don't of know that, I'll be honest. Oh, okay. Just checking. It's oh, yeah, like- you like you, you try to get to Oregon. And then you dive dysentery every time. It's a that's specific type of game, sir. Point that's what, that's what I'm asking. I, that's I, what would, I'm asking. I would like to point out, uh, Mr. Taco, not a sponsor of the show. No, no, never. And never. and and likely never will be. Never will be. Because it's the same. You know they, why? It's the can. same reason. It's the same reason that um, that cereal. That OG and I ate Cra- no. for four days. I was with we'll you. Never remember? be a sponsor of this program either. Kev, that was like when like you and I like started like kind of like just like being friends and like like chilling out and everything. If you remember the crave, I was there at Comic Con for that. Oh, that was the crave. And I said something along the lines like, "Do you guys want me to get you a pizza?" Because you just the look on your face when you saw the crave made you dry heave. That it was, was crave, right? Wasn't that, that the name of it? That was cra- yeah. it was crave Dude. cereal from Kellogg's. It literally like- OG and I ate crave. We had Crave on the table. We had Crave under the table. We had, we took boxes of Crave away at the end of the co- and then like a few days later, OG described it as as shitting square. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. Instead of round, if you follow my meaning, because that's and we were both sick as hell after that. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, fuck uh, that cereal. Yeah, I saw that cereal on like a store shelf and had like some PTSD of my my own there. Uh, um, yeah, that was rough. Anyways, um and that was what, like eight years ago, something like that. That was a long time oh, ago. Something, yeah. Um, so we should we should probably um, finish the show. Yeah, yeah. Also, oh, yeah. Cra- also crave not a sponsor. Uh, two other things <laughs> I want to hit on before we have a little bit of product. Well, one of my things I guess is a product uh, because I forgot to mention because it's an ID on the show. Uh, Kevin Smith's comic book store, the secret stash. Secret stash. Wow, words. Um, Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash is going to be moving. They're, just down the they, block. They're just down the block. They're moving into a bigger store, uh, which is great to hear because, you know, who knows what, you know, those kind of businesses could have closed down during COVID, but they are luckily, they got their gimmick going on and they're staying open. Not only staying open, not but if they're, they're millionaire owners. <laughs> uh, you know, if, but they're not, it's apparently it's not losing money if they need to expand their footprint. So that's awesome. Uh, so I'm happy. I had many a great time in that store. I played many poker games. Many poker tournaments in that store with uh, with those guys and Kevin, of which I placed quite a few times. I won a Rocketeer helmet. Everyone knows that story by now, probably. That I won a Rocketeer helmet uh, uh, from Kevin Smith during one of those games. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I had a lot of great times in that store. If they were closing, I think it would be more to talk about. But oh, the, sure. they're moving down the block, yeah. so not that bad. Yeah. Uh, and Good for um, them. And Red Bank is just such a nice area now. Uh, yes. Beyond, beyond not belief. When, not when they started. Not so but much. But now, yes, very much. Yeah, yeah I mean, very really, much. You recognize that in the the record store that's across the street, but otherwise, it's been, uh, you know, it, it changed. It got a facelift. Oh, place. yeah. Um, totally. So the gyms, oh, I think it's gyms, the record uh, store. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember other than it's I worth, feel like it's called gyms. It's worth know. going in there for sure. So the other, yes. the only thing I would like to mention product wise, wise really quickly. Uh, now you boys are the D and D experts compared to uh, my knowledge, but okay. uh, I picked up something uh, part of the D and D world that you boys may not be aware of. 
That is Dungeons and Dragons Warriors of the Eternal Sun on Sega Genesis. Ooh. And I have to say, uh, I remembered why I don't like RPG video games uh, nearly as much of actually than actually like rolling a dice and being at a table with other people um, for this old 16-bit system. For what especially it is, on the Sega Genesis. Listen, I'm a fan of, of, of playing. Listen, I'm a fan of side-scrollers, the old 8-bit, 16-bit stuff. I'm fine with that. Hell, I beat Mario Brothers last week, and you know what? I posted a picture on fucking Instagram and Twitter because I could. Um, so, yeah, so uh, just something to kind of – even worst-case scenario as D&D fans, it is a cool little thing to put on your shelf. Uh, is it is it, li- is it officially licensed? Uh, I would – should say TSR on the back. Da, da, da. Hold at on. the bottom, little TSR logo, because I think that's who owned it at the time. Uh, I need to. I don't. Yep, TSR. Yep, owned by TSR. So, uh, well, if if the, uh, if you want to get rid of it, Mr. Monty, uh, I'm. I, I that's probably. I probably don't have that in my collection. Yeah. So. Mr. Monty, so, I will say this for you: if you wanted to play like a Dungeons and Dragons game on like your PS4, just play Skyrim. No, nah, I don't want to do that. It feels like it feels like Dungeons and Dragons. No, so if you felt like it, that's worst all I'm case, saying. you know, it's a fun little thing. I'm going to continue trying to play it, but it's just a cool thing yeah. just to, just to mention. Also, when you're it's done it, with it, Mr. Monty, if it's in nice condition, it's going to be in the same condition say. it's in now. Now, by the way, also as a little side tangent, as I mentioned on Twitter, I got verified on Twitter this week, and I got the oh. little the little check mark. Got uh, verified. Good for you. There. So I'm oh. I'm like a real boy now. So. That's awesome. There you Good go. job. I'm a real boy. That's a big accomplishment, actually. That, that someone got verified Dom. on the show. Thank you. That is awesome. <laughs> thank you. I mean, it's, I'm it's a no, real it's, boy. It's not as cool as being a Clippy, but you know, there's that. Uh, Listen, yeah, everyone can't. There's only one Clippy, apparently. There really is only one. <laughs> I found that out today. Uh, we have some yep. product to go over, boys. So why don't we hit on that next? Uh, beyond my 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 new cutting edge video game, my video game here. <laughs> Cutting edge vintage. Cutting edge vintage. Talk about right. talk about the product. Sandwich. Go on. Oh, okay. What is our surprise? What is our surprise slash not surprise? Surprise, surprise <laughs> to the people listening to the show and those watching on uh, Instagram. What we, I have in front of me is from Boss Fight the Zoro uh, carded figure. I don't know the Unreal official. Real, how amazing that thing looks. Look at that packaging. Mm-hmm. Holy cats. Look at it. For Real quick, straight to the back. Beautiful little piece of art right back here. Got a little Zorro uh, information on the back of the card. Beautiful art card on the front along with uh, who is the figure is phenomenal. Look at it, man. I'm telling you, when is boss fight going to screw something up? <laughs> you know what the funny well, Because holy cats, man. You know what the funny part is too at the same time while looking at the packaging, looking at the figure. It's like the, the, the people over at boss fight who I mentioned, I, I've, I've chatted with over the last two toy fairs. Um, like, the packaging matches the people like super nice, super knowledgeable about what's going oh, on. Oh yeah. Super passionate. And they're, they're almost the kind of people that you want to go uh, to the, like have a beer with afterwards. hundred percent. Yes. You know, yeah. so and, and you, about that. again, you can tell they really give a damn about the content that comes out of their, uh, out of their hands there. Dom, what are you seeing? Tell us about what's in the package. There. Right, so, so, 
what we have here is, of course, beautiful art on the card. I, as someone who's a fan of art, this thing looks beautiful. And then we have the figure itself, of course, standard uh, Don Diego de la Vega figure. It's got, I think it's a, it's a whip. There's a sword. There's a separate head. So he comes with two heads, one so masked, what? one unmasked. Oh, okay, okay. And got the it. hat. And the hat. Right. It's got a like a rapier and there's a whip. You can't you can't really see it. Does he a, have a does he have a scabbard? Like well, the like, thing that the, the sword the rapier goes in. Um is it on his hip or is it packaged with the sword? I can't remember. I, I don't see it. Okay. Uh, also, I, may not. I see I see other hands behind him. So he also comes oh, with a okay. hands. So there could I, be more behind him as well, then. I don't I don't see it behind him. I could be missing it. Okay. It couldn't just not be there. Look on the picture on the back. Uh, they have like a little tiny like holster. It looks like not like a scabbard, but like like so like a loop, a loop, which is the other way to do that. Yeah, that's yes. great. I mean, that's really great. I, you know, I have to say, I was really excited to hear um, that boss fight had picked up sort of a King Features license, um, and. They're diving right into Zorro and Flash Gordon. I feel like Tarzan was the other one, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, uh, was in that mix. Um, and then uh, Phantom as well, uh, uh, which is really great. And they're going to be doing a whole series of characters from all of these sort of things. You know, I have to be honest with you. The Sandwich and I have been discussing and we'll continue to discuss after this program the uh the liquidation of uh the geeks up product archive at least by half uh by the end of this year um and and one of the things i have to be completely honest with you one of the things that i was prepared to cut loose from the archive was pretty much all of my three and three quarter products that are in there no fucking way am i getting rid of that zorro no, no. way no, this thing is beautiful. And you know, and you know, if you guys, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll, you can Google it, Boss Fight Zorro. You can see some pictures. Um, our picture thing on our website, we haven't mastered that yet, but it's coming. <laughs> um, and this is why we need it, Nick. Um, it's it, for this very thing. If you thought that was impressive, if you thought, and you look at this picture, you're like, that's pretty impressive. Dom, hold up product number two. Now, <laughs> this is just stupid good. <laughs> now this is stupid good this is zorro um dom say something so you bounce back on sorry 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 it's okay sorry. so now this is the second zorro figure that's been released slightly different i think the character is slightly different right but he comes with tornado who is his uh, horse right am i am i yes, right the does. figure is slightly different yeah so i mean the there's a so the one striking dis difference is there's a red sash around his waist. Yes, the mounted the one, one is the red sash. Black. Right. Yeah. Right. The other one's I mean, black. and then he also has a, like a shorter cape and like a a chain across. If you get into specifics, yeah. Either way, it's beautiful. So I'll like have to go back. It's to It's just this. another. Yeah, it's another sort of incarnation of the character, and this time he comes with tornado his mount. I mean, knocking it out of the park doesn't begin to describe what boss fight studios is doing here i mean that's phenomenal and nick you 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 like the 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 pulpy stuff what do you think of these i mean they're 
I mean, they're kind of they should be like a standard that that people should try to Agreed. reach for when creating their toys. Because again, there's a lot of properties that they have that I'm just not a fan of. But I can appreciate the the cards that they were on display the last two times that I was at Toy Fair. Right. Uh, again, there's no Toy Fair this year. Uh, and then just seeing the actual products, I think it was the no New York the Toy Flash, Fair. Yeah, New York. No, excuse me. Correct. Uh, and again, my I mean, my personal favorites are the the little the zombies, the little like uh, um, yes. What do they call them? These series? Because uh, I just had it up a second ago. Uh, zero Z series Z, where pretty much it's zombies like doing like normal like everyday kind of jobs. Yeah, like a cheerleader. yeah. It's, it's basically zombie. It's basically like yeah, yeah. There's like a boxer figure, but he's a zombie. Yeah, and and the, I mean those yeah. are my personal favorites, and no one should be surprised I like the zombie stuff. But regardless, no. like it's just really really great content. Uh, putting being put out by people that uh care about their stuff. And frankly, oh, yeah. I wish they would do there. I wish there was some more stuff because uh, honestly, like. I kind of want them to do like a few Zelda pieces that don't look like the conventional games because I think that they can kind of make it like a little bit edgier. I yeah, kind of that would see, be really cool. I kind of want to see like a Toxic Avenger come out from these guys at the exact yes. same time. Yes. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of people are doing, and, and Kev, you, you would definitely know this really more than me, but it just kind of seems to me a lot of people are kind of, I don't want to say jumping on the train, but they're doing, they're going heavy with the three and three quarter figures. Instead of trying to get something that's like really kind of dynamic and unique to their to kind of stand out yeah. from the rest. Again, I don't know if that's right. me, but uh, these are the kind of guys who are kind of buckling the trend. Boss Boss Fight is great because Boss Fight was one of the first, probably the first major. Maybe I don't know that I can say that it's the first major because um, uh, because the Four Horsemen did some three and three quarter stuff or some smaller stuff, I guess, four inch stuff. But I mean, boss fight is really just taking it and running with it. I mean, if you can make an action figure of Zorro in this day and age, and it looks that good, there should be new fans of Zorro. If you can take flash Gordon from the 1930s and the 1980 movie and make those toys popular and have people go, what is this man? I got to see more of this. That is an amazing, amazing thing to do. So, bravo, boss fight, man! Bring them on. I'm, I'm, I'm totally in. All this vintage pulp stuff that boss fight's gonna do, I'm in for all of it. So that stuff does not go sandwich when the liquidation happens. <laughs> no. So, yes. for me, as you know, I'm growing into my uh, into being a man at some point. You know, working on a career, working on moving Someday. out soon. You know. Someday. Someday. So Boss Fight is just another studio. Like like I talk about Mezco all the time. I love Mezco. Seeing this Boss Fight stuff, it's like, oh, this is something I want to get into too. Nothing against other companies that we do on the show. I love everything we've done on the show. It's all excellent. I love product because it's cool. It's always interesting for me to see this stuff now, you know, as an adult who can like, who can enjoy these things and appreciate them fully. These little figures just look beautiful. And <laughs> like we talked about, these cars... As someone who appreciates and loves art, these the carded figures just look awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going totally, to be totally honest with you, completely 100% honest. I don't know that I'm opening either one of those for a I display. wouldn't. Oh, I, ever. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think I, I, I don't this think is I'm the gonna. display. This is the display. Yeah. And you're I mean, not wrong for doing that. Right there. You've got it. I mean, I may even, I mean, if I decide I want to display it with other three and three quarter stuff, I may just have to pop for a second one. 
on both accounts. And God forbid, if the Flash Gordon stuff looks this good and the Phantom oh stuff gosh. looks this good, I mean, it's really problematic for me. <laughs> I mean, financial-wise. I'm excited, wise, to, I'm excited to see the, the rest in this line because yeah, it's something so interesting because it's not something that anyone else is doing, really. You I, know what I, I mean? Hope. This isn't a product that people are hitting as much. Yeah. So it's cool when people like this just knock it out of the park. Yeah. You know, 100%. The, the, 100%. The figure is beautiful. The the card's beautiful. Just, oh my God. And knowing that they got these other great lines, other great stuff lined up. Kev's got Flash Gordon. I like Flash Gordon. I also, I I personally, I love Tarzan. I've always loved Tarzan. Since I, I, was like a kid. I don't remember. So, I could be wrong about Tarzan. I'm pretty sure it is Tarzan. I'm pretty I, I, sure. It well, is. it's definitely Phantom. Or at least it's the Phantom. I like the Flash. Phantom. That's so cool too. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about Tarzan. I think I'm right about Tarzan, but I, I, I honestly, I don't remember. Nick, do they have Tarzan on their website? They have Tarzan. Um, hold on, I'm opening up right now. Tarzan. Uh, yep, they have Tarzan and Jane. They do. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to see what go. category they're falling into, but uh, I mean the pieces hacks. look good, man. Yes. Yep. Hacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Highly articulated character kit system. There you go. That's correct. That's what it means. Very it's good. It's on the thing. So I can read. Go over to. I know a clip he is, and I can read. Oh, good job. Um, what the hell was I gonna say? Um, so check them out. Offbytestudios.com. Uh, uh, no, it's not. I'm actually trying to was buying, trying to buy a little bit of time so I can figure out exactly their website. Oh. Uh, but if you go over to uh, yada yada um, boss fight shop, boss fight shop, okay. Dot com, you'll be able to uh, go over to their place and check out what they have for order. So uh, are those are those Zoros they for sale over there now? They should be because the pre orders have been delivered. Um, don't if know not, they should be. No, don't know. Well, I mean, I have to kind of fish through the website. I'm not 100 percent right, sure. right, right, right. Uh, okay. But yeah, check them out when you guys uh, when when the folks get a chance out there. Uh, boys, I think we're about ready to wrap it up uh, yes, for sir. today. Uh, catch us each and every week over at GeekStuffTNG.com. You can check us out on the social medias, GeekStuffTNG at Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitters. Uh, you can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. On Instagram, on the Snapchat, on the Facebook, verified on Twitter. And on the and on a real boy, and uh, other places probably too. I can't. I lost my train of thought. Uh, Big cat. Uh, you can find me sometimes on the Xbox Nation as Big Kev GS. Otherwise, I'm no, I'm Big Kev GS. That's it. Um, Big Kev GS on Xbox and BK Geek stuff everywhere else. I'm pretty sure. Um, definitely check out our Facebook. I'm posting articles and things there like every day, usually right around the time it starts hitting. So, you you know, you can get a fair bit of news. If you're not following us on Facebook, you should be. Um, and yeah, so there you go. Indeed. Dom. Doman. You could find me on Xbox and Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Outstanding. It's so funny. This was this was this was a big learning experience for Dom today. He has a lot to look. Usually he has a lot of movies that he needs to watch. 
He has a lot of 80s and 90s references now that he uh, needs to look into. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, They're going to do one more before, before we wrap fast. up. No, DFA, listen, do you have one some, more? I got some video. I got some RPG Sega games I got to play. So let's okay. let's wrap it up. Uh, and with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty and Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. The episode 619, Who the Hell is Clippy? Uh, the way we end some shows by saying... Good night, Flippy. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.